Today on the Dizlist, we discuss the top five things for first timers at Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 43, where we discuss the top five things for first-timers at Walt Disney World. We've got a lot of stuff that happened this week. Holy yeah, cow. we do. And before we get to that, say thanks to everybody for listening to the last two episodes. I know before I went out there, I had sort of a, a moderate excitement to sort of seek out things that i mean before we committed to going i was like yeah disneyland exists but you know i'm not going there so whatever but i hope those episodes have at least i don't know excited people to think about going there and checking it out or people who've never been there but are disney world people yeah it gives them some some inspiration about some stuff um, I don't even know where to start about the stuff that went off this went on this week. So There's I'm just a gonna, lot. <laughs> so I'm gonna do. Um, so <laughs> there's not a lot of. Normally we do the positivity sandwich, you know, the teacher style. Um, yeah. But I don't know that we can because there's really only one positive thing, and I don't even know if it's positive. I, well, and I know there's one you're fired up about. You want to yeah. start with that one? Sure. Just well, to, well, to so, kind of get that one off your plate. So I've got an issue with DVC this week, and they're they're out here printing money. Um, turning the cabins at Fort Wilderness into DVC. And I've got no problem with adding DVC property. I've got no problem with them doing those sorts of things and those rehabs of existing buildings. They are taking one of the only um, options that sleeps six people at a moderate price point and turning it into a DVC resort, which removes it from a moderate price point. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So the cabins that currently exist, I've seen them before. I mean, yeah. they're, you know, they're they're okay. They're not horrible. Are they taking the current existing ones and, like, fixing them? Yeah. Are they leveling them? Like, what? what? Well, I mean, they're. I don't know that they're leveling them, so to speak, but let's consider this a complete and total overhaul of those cabins. So they'll keep the bones and... Because, like, right, right now, they look, they look like log cabins. And they're old, and they're showing their age, and there's some issues with them, but... That's the charm, and you can, I looked up, like, if you went this summer in the middle of July, be about roughly $450 a night. That's about $50 more a night than the one, the family suites over at Pop Century. Right. And it is about $100 cheaper than staying in a family suite at Art of Animation. So the family suites, I think there's two places. One I yep, know was Lion uh, King because we had one booked there at Art of Animation. Right, so Art of Animation ones. And there's a Nemo one, I think, too. Yeah, I'm not sure what the themes are. I think the themes, for me, don't matter. The fact of the matter is that they are... The, the oh, price and the, the space. There's a $100. If you have a family of six, right, you don't have a lot of options at Disney World. Right, what are your choices? You book two I mean, rooms, you I mean, squeeze yeah, two you, on a cot. You book, you book two rooms or... You've got these fam- the family suites. Now, the family suite, like I said, at Art of Animation is about $100 more a night than the cabins are over at Fort Wilderness, huh. which are only $50 more a night than over at Pop Century. I take issue with DVC, with them looking at this as an opportunity to get, A, money for, for the corporation, right? Yeah. And, B, they're taking an opportunity away from the middle, you know, the moderate price point. And- they keep saying they don't want to look like they're like they're elitist, right? They are legitimately doing this that's pricing those people out. I just have an issue with that. I don't like it. I don't like the looks of what the cabins look like. I think they look sleek and they look modern. They're great, but, like, that's not what Fort Wilderness is about. That's no. my issue. No. Um, I think Fort Wilderness has kind of always been the rustic, you know, horseback riding, fishing, archery. Like, right. you know, let's... Let's enjoy camping, but also, you know, we're going to enjoy our trip to Walt Disney World at the same time, which I know is huge in the 80s. I know that it was a big, big deal then. Yeah, because even getting, like, two rooms over at All-Star Sports, that's more expensive than than getting one of those cabins. Yeah. Speaking of All-Star Sports, um, right now, there's some cheer competition or dance competition going on down in Disney. 
I don't know what you're getting at. And I don't know if you saw the picture I sent you. What? About no. The parents that are chilling in the fountains. Oh, is that what that was? Those were cheer parents. I got that picture. I didn't know. <laughs> Those were parents from a cheer squad. And what did it say? It said it was in Epcot? It's in the Italy fountains in oh Epcot. Oh, my Lord. Just lounging in the fountains with <sighs> drinks. Oh, my God. Like, wh- what kind of entitlement do you have to have? I was online and people were were ranting and raving that like there were kids all over Epcot World Showcase doing stunt doing like the stunting yeah. that they do for cheering, and a cast member commented, "Please tell a cast member because they get points docked and they can get disqualified for that. It's not safe. It's not safe for people around them. No. Somebody falls. Um, man, the entitlement, the level of entitlement to think that hey, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go sit in this fountain." The like, world is made for me. Very clearly. They're the ones who are, hey, my family's just right up there, skipping the lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to judge all, you know, of the groups that go there, but that's what this group was, okay? This that group, yeah. of, it was a group of parents from an Edmonton, Alberta cheer squad. Oh, wow. You have a lot of specifics. Yeah. They, they, had, the, they had the name of the squad and everything because wow. people were so mad that they went and looked through and found these people. Wow. Found out who they were and then blasted them, put them Ooh. on blast. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. You're, you're laying down in the, in the fountains at, in Italy? Like, that's a lot. Wow. So as much as I'd like to talk about that hot topic, I'd like to move to another hot topic, which is the fire that happened last night yeah. in Disneyland. I saw the pictures of it. Actually, my daughter came in and showed it to me, and my, my first thought was that it happened at Disney World, and it was the same Maleficent again. Yeah, and I then, thought it was. And the... then you said Disneyland. I go, oh. Yeah, it's at Fantasmic, put... not in the parade. Yeah, th- then it all made sense. And it was massive. There's, like, they had to evacuate. Luckily, from what from the reports I'm seeing, nobody was injured. Yike. But, like, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, That was a big fire. Not a small fire. It was a big fire. They, they, I'm assuming there's video somewhere of it too. I only yeah, saw a yeah. still shot. I looked. At, I watched the video, and there's one video where you can hear the announcement of "due to unforeseen circumstances, tonight's show has been canceled." And then you hear "boom" <laughs> and an explosion. Yikes. And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, you think?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like the head of Maleficent just basically blows because where all the, all the gases, you know, because they it breathes fire. Yeah. Um, they said they think it's a complete loss. And Yeesh. that they're going to have to either shut down the show for a while or just cut that, like, portion out and never redo that. So they'll have particular... to take the audio track and cut that part of the audio track. I mean, there's, and then... I don't know what they'll do, but, like, I couldn't believe it when I saw that video. I was like, oof, that's, at, yeah. like like you, at first, because I said Maleficent's on fire. And, and it's like, happened you... at Disney World. Yeah, and I'm like, are too. you kidding me? During yeah. the parade, it started again. And then I realized, it's, wait, it's dark out. They don't do a parade at night. And then... I saw, you know, that it was a uh, phantasmic over in Disneyland. So that's scary, and I'm glad that all the cast members were able to get away. Yeah. So those were three really negative things. We have something positive to talk about uh, uh, about Disney World this week. Let's think. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I saw. Oh, yes, there is. There's a great okay. one. We're gonna right. end with a great one. Okay, good. Uh, we had Earth Day yesterday. Oh yeah. And Earth Day yes. happens to be the 25th anniversary of one of my favorite parks. I guess they're kind of all my favorite parks, but it that's, still is. It's way up there for me, too. And that is Animal Kingdom. Yeah. 25th anniversary. I forgot about that. That's, I mean, I didn't forget because yesterday I was following along with people who were there. That looked um, like they had a lot of cool characters there, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, some pretty, like, obscure ones. Brother Bear. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Brother Bear. Um, <laughs> Baloo was out. I, oh, I saw love Baloo. Uh, was Jane walking around, too, yes. I think? Yeah. Um, so that was cool. And the other Tarzan, the um, the character that Rosie O'Donnell played. Yeah. I can't remember the I name. I can't of, remember the name. But yeah, either. was walking around as well. Yeah. That, I think that's cool. Like when they do like the obscure characters and have them come out. And Moana made finally made her appearance over in Animal Kingdom. Good. So that's good. Seeing Moana is great. And yeah. I know it's just a cast member dressed up. But when you're there and you're in that magical moment, it's really Moana. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I agree. You know, my daughter who just turned 16, happy birthday. She sees Moana and she lit up, yeah. you know, as a 16 year old who can easily be too cool was not. Yeah. And she was like, yep, 
I want to get my picture taken with Moana. It's Absolutely. great. Absolutely. I mean, that's it, that's what it's all about. And like, you can just suspend that disbelief for a little bit. Yep. So I don't know. I thought I thought the videos that were coming out of Animal Kingdom yesterday were awesome. I hope they still have some merch, some 25th anniversary merch yes. with there this summer. Some of it's nice. Like yeah. I'm not a huge lounge fly backpack guy, but the lounge fly backpack. Have you seen it? I did not. Check it out. It's really cool. It's you know mostly brown with like kind of Animal Kingdom inscriptions all over it. But when you open up the flap on the top, yeah, it's not like a zip. It's like a flap. Yeah, I know what you mean. It looks kind of Indiana Jonesy to me. But when you open it up on the inside, it's like colorful and zebra pattern, like very, very cool. Cool. I'll have to check so it there's, out. There's some really nice 25th anniversary. I'll take a look stuff. at it away from my daughter so I don't have to buy it. That's <laughs> smart. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, your, your wife might want one too. She, <laughs> she does have pretty good taste. Yeah, it'd be a good fair. be a good park bag, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. It's really cool. Um, so that was I forgot that that was a positive thing that happened this week. I'm yeah, glad we, we, we got talked to finish about that. off. I, I'm glad we got to finish off. Uh, Something positive here before we yeah definitely the... and we could talk about one of our our favorite parks for sure yeah. I mean we don't talk about that park as much but and you know a lot of people still like to call it the half day park it's not I mean we love it and there's so much to do we've got two days there this summer oh great so you that we can it. so we can just lounge and do our thing maybe yeah. maybe grab a drink at Nomad Lounge maybe yeah. you know we're definitely gonna do the animation station so that's gonna be fun good the, the you'll love it what do they call the animation experience at the, yeah rafiki's planet watch yeah and it was fun yeah it's it's good for all ages it's and and look at it this way regardless of any listener's artistic ability i, I say this all the time it does not matter it's about the experience and it's about learning from a disney animator well going out there at, at all rafiki's planet watch it's we said, I mean, fun there's a reason it made our hidden gems list yeah I mean, it really it, it is like not many people know it exists and, yeah. and it's funny because that's the same thing at disney california adventure that whole yeah. area inside is so hidden you don't see it it's just these two doors you open up and there's all these experiences inside the closest thing i can compare it to is it's kind of like i'm like a movie theater where you walk in and there's a big open area with doors going off of it. Yeah. And that's when you go in the different experiences. Cool. So again, the animation in both parks tends to be a really special hidden gem. Yeah. I, I'm glad that, that you got to experience it over there in Disneyland as well. You will someday too. I know. I hope so. All right. Well, that, that was um, a good way with some positivity to, yeah. uh, to to end here. But I know we have actually some really great news for yes, our halftime we do. show. Yeah. So this week, our halftime show is brought to you by Rope Drop and Park Hop, a Disney podcast who uh, we are going to be guesting on. We're going to record tomorrow. Um, but we're really excited. They are basically the female versions of us. They're two, you know, two two people who are uh, friends in real life who. But their difference is that not only are they women, they are also West Coast people. Yes. So they don't live on the West Coast, but they are Disneylanders. And so we're going to actually do a fun episode about the top five things that Walt Disney World does better. And that's going to be being released over on their platform. I'm really excited for it. Um, they're, they're really great. They're, they've been supporters of us um, from the beginning. So I'm super excited about uh Working with them tomorrow. Yep. And once we do that, we'll let everybody know where to go, how to listen, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, follow them too. Yeah, absolutely. Go and follow them uh, over on Instagram at Rope Drop Park Hop. Um, we will um, certainly be posting a lot more stuff uh, about the episode as it comes, but we're going to head off to the halftime show. Okay. So, we wanted to extend an opportunity to anybody who's looking to maybe grow their business, grow their podcast, um, and, and maybe grow their, their reach on their social media platforms. But this time, you know, the, our halftime show that we've come to call it uh, could be sponsored by you where we could let users know, let listeners know exactly where to find you and what your product is and wh what you're all about. Uh, if you're looking to sponsor the halftime show, if you reach out to us over on our Instagram or our Twitter at DizListPod, uh, we will gladly talk to you about an opportunity to have you on as a sponsor of the Dizlist Podcast halftime show. Welcome back to episode 43 of the Dizlist Podcast. Uh, Rob, this week we're going to talk about our top five things that first timers need to do 
at Walt Disney World. Yeah, and this this stuff is fun. And I know a lot of times we get into the weeds with real specific things, and I, I love doing that, but I equally love just going back to the big picture stuff and focusing on things that are, well, for example, let's say you listen to the show or you know us or someone has suggested the show and you're looking at all these crazy specifics and then you see this one, must do's on your first trip. You got to listen to it. Well, I think it's kind of like going to a concert, right? So if you go to a concert of a band you've been following your whole life, you want to hear the deep cuts. But you also want the person who you're bringing for the first yeah. time to hear the clap, like to hear the hits. That's a great and, comparison. And this is this to me is like the hits episode. Definitely. Um, yep. So I I think that when you talk about going, like we've done a must dos episode, but it was like our must dos. Yeah. Whereas this is like these are things you must you really should do your, your first, first trip. Yeah. 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 So. I'm excited because I think we might overlap on some, but I think we're also going to have some different ones where you're like, yeah, I didn't think about that, but that's definitely a must do for your first trip. Right. So have we ever exactly matched up? <clears throat> I wonder if anyone is, or you, you remember this stuff. You have a good brain for this, this kind of thing. We have not ever 100% matched up. Right. Well, that was my first thought, but then I went to how many have we matched? I feel like we've done three out of five before. Yeah, there was an early episode where we did three out of five. I it thought was like so. the worst rides, I think. Yeah, I think we both had a three out of five for that yeah. one. All right, let's get started with the list here. Uh, <laughs> my number five is one thing that has become something that seems obvious for everybody, but we didn't really do at the beginning because I was so focused on doing this ride and this ride and this ride and this ride that I didn't stop and pull back and get a classic Disney snack, just a snack here or there, just chill. Like we did that on our, our DCA trip. We just got a snack, sat back and just relaxed a little bit. So, so a, this classic, is kind of a classic, a classic, classic snack. snack. Yeah. So Dole Whip, Mickey bar, popcorn, cupcake, yep. maybe hot dog. You could throw on there too. Yeah. Maybe Turkey leg. If that's your oh thing, my not my thing, but it's, yeah. It's yeah. on the list. You see people eating them all the time. So bird, my, I call that bird ham. <laughs> I, I, do they actually prepare it like they do the the hamon? They call it in hamon. <laughs> I'm going with the well because when we we went it's to cured. Spain, it, well, it's cured. We it's, went to Spain, and that's how they pronounce it. I'm not trying to be no, a jerk. No, no I know it's hamon. That's how they pronounce this. Yeah. Some. Yeah. So they they this, cure. This it. is going to be the part that you put on uh, social I, media. <laughs> Rob pronouncing it the right way. That's fun. <laughs> All right. So anyway, classic Disney snack: Dole Whip, Mickey Bar, popcorn. So it's kind of a, a double-edged sword here. So it's a classic snack, and just chilling for a minute, and just like take a quick time out. Don't worry about what you're gonna book. I almost said fast pass. Don't worry about what your next lightning lane is going to be. Enjoy a Disney classic snack. And you can do it anywhere yeah. in the park. It doesn't have to do with, you know, booking this restaurant or that restaurant or that. You can get uh, Dole Whip. Well, Dole Whip's a little bit more specific. But like a Mickey bar, popcorn, those you can get all over the place. Well, I mean, you say that it's more specific, but it's getting less specific. You can get Dole Whip in multiple places now around the around Disney World. And and I agree with you. Dole Whip is on my honorable mention. Like, get a Dole Whip. And, it was, and my thought process was get a classic snack. And then I was like... But not the turkey leg, so I was like, dole it. Um, well, yeah, but, and, and I'm, you know, I'm giving Mickey, you my... Yeah, Mickey Premium Bar. Because we're essentially doing a list within a list, and I'm, yeah. not, I'm not putting that as my top five no, 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 snack. No, but. I understand. Like, like getting a classic snack at Disney is certainly a must-do. It didn't make my list because it's not my top five, but I agree with you. Like, sitting back, not worrying about the world of, like... Fast pass because a Disney trip is stressful. I know. So and, get and a we, classic. Yeah, we go hard, and that's kind of been our mo forever. I mean, we go ride after ride after ride, and our kids are good with it. They'll go hard with us, but sometimes reel in that 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 fishing pole. A yeah, bit and just chill out. Yeah, I agree. That's a good one. And and you know, you really haven't been to Disney till you have a Disney or a Mickey Premium Bar at Disney because they are not the same ones you can buy in the frozen food section of your grocery store. Were you with us when, when my son got his Disney premium bar, walked away and <laughs> five feet took a bite out of it. And like, he didn't do anything crazy. I watched no. him. It's not like he was whipping it through the I was air. With you. He took one bite. I was, it's probably 92 degrees and the entire bar 
and he <laughs> fell to the ground and he's holding his stick looking at me yeah. like what just happened i feel like it was me and my son and you and your son yeah we were at in adventureland yeah yeah so the nice thing was we went right back over and he held up his stick and the and the the nice cast member was like here you go buddy sorry about that yeah because so they mean, were really good about it it wasn't like he was being a jerk with it, it yeah. or like being like haha look at me you know dancing around I see some kids do that it it just fell off the stick <laughs> he was so pumped because he was hot he it, it was really hot that day yeah so my my number five <clears throat> is classic Disney snack and chill so my number five is also has to do with maybe dialing back the, the pace of your vacation. And it really is, it's it only at number five for me because it, dependent upon the length of your vacation, this isn't necessarily something I would say you have to do. If you're there for a short amount of time, I would not put this on my top five, but I Good don't, I usually go for like, you know, a week or more. And if you're there for a week or more, taking a day to go to Disney Springs is definitely on my top five must-dos because you would be shocked. I mean, you're thinking, like, it's just an outdoor mall. Like, who cares? Yeah. It is. There's amazing things to see there, whether it be the Lego statues or going into the Lego store, which if you have a Lego fan in your family, you've got to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, right, come, come prepared to spend a lot of money uh, if you want to get some of this stuff. Legos are expensive. We but. enjoy doing the make, create your own Lego figures. Yeah, if you're there, though, on a busy day, the wait can be, like, we went and the cast member was like, oh, it's a 45-minute wait. I was like, we are not waiting to make a <laughs> minifig. Can you buy an individual lightning lane to buy to make a, <laughs> yeah, a minifig? Right, stand in virtual queue like you do for Gideon's, which is another reason you might want to go to Disney Springs. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons to go, and depending on the time of year you're there, you know, you've got the Christmas tree stroll. You've got um, some of the best restaurants in Disney are at Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's that. But it's a good way to – you're not rushing, right? It's You're not feeling bad. If you're at Disney Springs, you're not feeling bad about being in a shop because it's literally what's there. As opposed to when you go into the shops on Main Street, which carry about all the same stuff that you, you'll get at World of Disney over in Disney Springs. Yeah. Um, when you're in those shops on Main Street, you're like, I got to go. I got to go because I've got – big thunder in five minutes or I want to get back to this ride or I want to get back to this ride. And honestly, it's nice to dial dial back that go, go, go mentality. Just like you said with a Mm -hmm. snack, relax, walk through Disney Springs and get a different vibe. And so I, for me, one of the things for a first timer is go there because you are going to a be able to dial it back for a little bit. B find some really good souvenirs. Like the pins over there are different a lot of times yep. they've got that christmas shop in there with all sorts of crazy ornament really nice ornaments um it's just an easier more relaxed shopping experience than trying to shop in memento mori or right. something like that so that's on my list I, I totally agree and that's that's a great choice and uh, for many years that's how we would start our trip we didn't our last trip mm-hmm. but most trips that's what we'll do our first day and we go over there and uh my daughter will pick out uh, Mickey ears if she wants them. My son will pick out, you know, whatever cool hat that he wants to get or a pin, you know. Um, but I think that's great. And it's it's not on my list, but it should be <laughs> after hearing that, given yeah. what we, we do every time. It's 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 great. It's a, it's a good, it's kind of like an appetizer before the meal, you know. It's ah, a, yeah. a really good appetizer. Well, yeah. Maybe that's not the best. Or even like in the middle in the middle of your trip, right? You've gone two or three days, and it's like, oh, my feet hurt. Go over to Disney Springs, relax, sit back, look at the – do some people watching. Go over into the air, the Springs area. I think they actually call it the Springs area over yeah. by like Homecoming where there's like the little bridges that goes over the like the actual um, springs, if you will, the hot springs, you know, the, what the storyline's behind. I'd catch a movie over there. Do something over in Disney Springs. Yeah. To relax, because otherwise you're going to burn yourself out. Bowling. Bowling, yeah, Splitsville. Never done that. I always feel like I never should. You've never bowled? No. <laughs> I've never bowled there. Kidding. I've gone to the movies there. I've eaten at a good chunk of their restaurants that we can actually eat at. Uh, the Amfa car, too. The car that will Jeez. that you can yeah, drive right out is, into the water. That is not cheap. Which I haven't yeah. done there, but I have a family friend who, who owns one. I've done that, but never, never there before. Yeah. Uh, that's a great one. Should be on my list. Um, good choice. Good choice for sure. My number four, I'm going to predict that you probably have on your list. So I'm going to be 
surprised if you don't have this one on your list. My number four is actually a classic mode of transportation, and that is ride the monorail. It is not on my list. It's on my list of honorable mentions, but it's not monorail specific. It is ride all the Disney transportation. Okay. Gotcha. Monorail, I think specifically, and especially seeing uh, what its counterpart is in, in Disneyland, the monorail is not only like beautiful and iconic design wise and a kind of a different design than they have in California, but it's like important and integral and useful. Yeah. And it, it's not only transportation, but it's just kind of a fun ride. It's so nice to look out the window and just see everything from high up and get kind of a, a better idea of the vantage point for everything. And it's just, for me, such an iconic part of going to Walt Disney World because it's, I mean, of, they have it in other countries, but in the U.S. in general, there aren't very many monorails, period. There's a few, but not many. Okay. Um. So I think, honestly, that all the transportation is kind of a valuable thing to do on your first trip. Yeah, because I thought about that too with the Skyliner, but for me, if I'm looking at... I'm I'm talking with a friend who says, hey, you know, I, I know you, you do a podcast. Like, what do you think the most important things for me to do are? I think I would go specifically to monorail and not really Skyline. No, but- I, think, I think you're right. I don't think you're wrong there. I think that to me as a first timer, the monorail certainly is the, you cannot leave without getting on a monorail. I think really close behind that is you cannot leave without going on the bus. The, the, no, well, <laughs> Dear God, no. Uh, I'm just trying to be funny. um, If you can avoid the bus, that would be great. Um, I would say what I think is probably a close second is riding the boat over from the TTC over to Magic Kingdom. Oh, that's great, too. Um, And then third on the list would probably be Skyliner. Okay. I thought you were going to say train. Train would be four. Like the Walt Disney World train. In in Magic Kingdom? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm thinking more about transportation to and from parks. Okay, I agree. Inside the park, yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to think of like transportation that isn't like a ride or an attraction. But yeah. I guess the railroad. I mean, there's a line for you to wait to get on that. But then again, there's a line to wait to get on the monorail. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's. A, I think that I think of that more as an attraction, whereas like the boats in Epcot to take you across the lagoon. I think those are more of a transportation. Yeah, have you done that? I've never done that. Me neither. I don't know why I've never well, I know why I've never done it. I'm always walking around the world, but like I gotta do that. That's yeah. one of those things that you know, it's it's a checkbox I ha- I haven't checked off with everything yeah. that I want to do in Walt Disney World. Yeah, you can go say hi to the water tacos up close. There's only two left. I know. They're they're get they're getting rid of them. People who are listening in the future are like, those things are long gone. This, this episode's dated. <laughs> I'm turning it off. That's fine. You're, the things you do on your first time still still stands. You just can't go watch the water True. tacos. We're, we're still relevant, folks. <clears throat> All right. Okay, yeah. my number four is Ride the Monorail slash Asterix from Nick, the modes of transportation yeah. in Walt Disney World. Yeah. So with an addendum, I'm jumping on yours. So okay. well done. Your okay. four is what? My number four is a twofer, and it has to do with... The opening and closing of, of a park, you don't necessarily have to do it in one day, but I think that on your first time, you should rope drop and you should stay until a park closes. So I think that you need to do that for a number of reasons. First off, rope drop, you have no idea what the insanity of Disney is until you go at rope drop and you're like, what is going on? And you feel like there's so many people there. But then you don't realize how expansive the parks are until they release that rope. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, there's really not that many people in here. Um, unless you're going to like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, in which yeah. case, you know, that's a problem. And as far as closing the parks, that is where you really get to take in some things that are just absolutely breathtaking. Whether it's um, looking, walking through Animal Kingdom when it's getting dark, haven't been able to do it because it's... They're closing earlier now. At Pandora. Um, and I haven't been able to go through Pandora. But, um, you know, Hollywood Studios at night is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magic Kingdom at night with all of the Main Street lights on. Epcot is, I mean, I love Epcot at night. Well, especially the new LED lights on oh, Spaceship Earth. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Epcot at night is just a whole other 
that I just I love that place at night. Um, so closing down a park, I think, is just something you should do. So pick maybe not one day to do it, but pick a day and say today we're going to rope drop, and pick a day and say today we're going to close it. And I think you will you will be very happy that you did that. Um, I suspect that might be somewhere later on Rob's list. We'll see. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's head on over to to hear your number three. <laughs> Uh, my number three is, you know, I, I kind of went back and forth. Do I do I say like visit all the parks? Like, then I thought, you know, that's it's too that's too general. We're gonna automatically assume that for for me, people are gonna want to visit all the parks. Okay. So I'm gonna go specifically to one park and do something specific there, because for me, Disney snack. I mean, I sort of mentioned Magic Kingdom, but you can get those snacks at all the parks. One thing I think is a biggie, and you just touched upon this is stroll around world showcase because that doesn't really exist anywhere else that i know of other than the only thing that i think is adjacent to it is we went to virginia beach last year and virginia beach has sort of german themes and they have a oh geez i know one of them is germany but they have like different countries there and they have rides themed to countries Hmm. but it's not even like in the same ballpark as what epcot does but strolling around the World Showcase, I feel like, again, no one's ever been to Disney before. Don't miss that. Like, don't it, stay up front. I mean, could somebody miss going to the back? It's possible. Yeah. And, especially and, with all the construction. Well, and I will tell you right now that for years, I had heard uh, Epcot is like, it's boring for kids. Nobody's going to want to go. It's not It's not great. It's, you know, nobody wants to go around. the. It's so historic-like. And it's like, and then... Like, because that's stuff I'm interested in. I was like, I'm going to go anyway. Then I went and I was like, wait a second. Like, this is the best part. Mm-hmm. It's the best part of the park. Eh. It used to be the best part of the park until they put in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Cosmic Rewind. Yeah. However, that part of the park is, it's probably my favorite part of Disney World. Yeah. I could spend two, three whole park days just going from... World Showcase Pavilion to World Showcase Pavilion. So this isn't on my list, and it's only not on my list because I didn't think of it. Um, you are 100% correct, but you hear so many times people say, eh, Epcot, really? Like, kids aren't going to like it. Guess what? <laughs> my your kids, answer is, yes, Epcot, really. Yeah, my kids love, love World Showcase. They love it. It's great. Uh, you get some really cool meet and greets, like just randomly you'll see Alice or Snow White. Well, and the, the best food, the food is like, whether you want quick service or or table service, the food is great. And at first, people were angry when in the Norway Pavilion, they, they put in the Frozen ride. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're taking away our, our beloved attraction. But you know what that does? That brings the kids back there. Exactly. And now over to Ratatouille, it brings the kids over and around. It's, yep. But I mean, it already existed to a point with, with, with the sing-along, which is horrible. Um, did you did you do that? No. Yeah. Oh my no. gosh! I think I I don't know if I said you're talking about the one that's like Impressions to France. And... Yeah, I I love the Impressions to France movie. Love it. And oh gosh, I think we were just we were so hot. We need to get in and watch it. It was really bad, really really bad. Anyway, my point is they bring in these things to you know to get the kids to want to go back there. And then when the kids are in Italy, they go, oh, this is really cool. Or in their Japan, they go into. The shops and oh, this is really great. Yeah. And then next time, hey mom and dad, let's go walk around. Yeah. yeah and then it's a thing. And My- then one more thing at the at the front of the park, you mentioned that Guardians is one of the best things. What it's doing is it's stretching the quality from the very front to the very back. Now you got to go all the way to the back corner to see a really good thing, and then all the way in the front opposite corner to see a really good thing. And it spreads the capacity. Yes. Um, my son and my daughter like this part too, but my son's. Favorite, well, I shouldn't say favorite because I can't, he's not here right now, but <laughs> one of his favorite things in all of Epcot is the church in Norway. Cool. Going in there and reading the plaques about the the Norse gods and reading about, you know, uh, they've got the Thor and the Loki and the, like the, that that circular, um, it's like a, looks like a log that's been carved out. You guys uh, spent a long time in there. Yeah, I remember I was outside it, putting on sunscreen it is and and i was like where is everybody and you guys were in there for a while because there's like a whole museum exhibit inside there and it's like uh the artwork is good in there and it's the strongest air conditioning in all of disney world i'm convinced 
Um, but it's a really cool spot. So I think that's a great number three. I figured this would happen. There's so many yeah. musts that if I leave something off, we, you know, we yeah. both can agree, I'm sure, with most of these. Yeah. So um, so my number three, uh, you, you actually just insulted. Um, because you said there's no way you're going to put it on because it's just, of course, people are going to do that. Well, I'm not insulting it. I just thought, like, so my number three is visit all the parks. You got to go to all four parks. Sure. I mean, I agree with that completely, but I just figured. I know. You weren't insulting it. I no, get what you're not saying. at all. Like, it's definitely you visit all three parks, build it in three or four. Sorry. Um, who you, who, who, I don't know why where that who, came from. Who'd you cut off? All right, don't put this one on social media. Okay. That was that was a honest mistake. No, I... <laughs> that wasn't a, a hard take or a goof up. That yeah. was, uh... Rob just re- rewound to 1997, and there, yeah. there's no such thing as yeah. Animal Kingdom. <laughs> Joe Rody was you know just a, a no, I want glimmer Animal in our Kingdom. eye. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy with Animal Kingdom. They they gave me a fifth park too. Yeah, I, I, I love one of those. Listen, if if you have been told. That Animal Kingdom is a half-day park, or you can skip Epcot right now because there's construction. Then if, you're not doing the right thing. Yeah, if you've been told that, you're, whoever's telling you that is wrong. Yeah. Okay? Is there a lot of construction in Epcot that makes some of the park not a great park to be in? Yep. Guess where none of it is? World Showcase. Yeah. Um, Animal Kingdom, there is so much to see there that if you give yourself a half-day there, you are way underdoing the amount of things you have to see then like you need to do more research and yeah. find out what other great things there are to correct. do correct you need to listen to podcasts like this yeah um you know magic kingdom is obviously um i don't think anybody's going to disney and skipping magic kingdom but maybe um and then of course hollywood studios um if for me if anything that's the half day park i know that it's got a lot of stuff but like for well, me it could that's be with younger kids yeah because like there's a lot of, a stuff. lot of intense rides yeah. in that far corner but i'll tell you Hollywood Studios is also a great park to go later in the day. If you have park hoppers and you were you spent the day over at Epcot, you hop over on the Skyliner, check off the box of your transportation. There you go. And you go into Hollywood Studios in the evening. Um, the the way it's lit up, the way the boulevards are lit up, it's really cool. You go over to Toy Story Land. That's awesome at night. Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge is pretty Edge. cool at night. And guess what? People love to rope drop at that park. Mm-hmm. And as the day wears on... Because it's a super hot park, people start to leave. Well, it's kind of our plan. I think so, we left, when we went, we left midday, but, I mean. Right. A lot of people do what we did. Yeah. When we, we went in there, we used Genie Plus. And we went we hard not, in the morning. We got went ev- home and chilled out. We got and, everything done by 2 o'clock. Yeah. We're like, see a piece. We're yep. done. So, every I think you have to do all four parks your first trip. So, whether that means that you have, you know, four days or you have, you know, maybe you're only there for three days and you've got a park hopper. Whatever the case may be, you you need to do all four parks your first time there because there's just so much it has to offer. And one member of your party may not like, or you yourself may not like, you know, one of the parks you went to. But I guarantee you, you're gonna fall in love with something at a different at another park. And so there's something for everybody, but you got to go to all of them to find that something. Yeah, and my my two cents from going so many times too is if you financially can do it and you can have a ticket for every day and you don't feel like you have to go hard from open to close and you have a little flexibility, that's great. You can take breaks, you can come back over, but if you can only go to every park one day and that's the only way you can afford it for your trip, I highly recommend building in a day, either do two and do two parks, break two parks or do a park break, park break, especially if you have younger kids who who need a rest so if you know you're going to do that, think about booking your vacation where there's time for younger kids to take a rest. And again, like I said at the beginning, the other way to do it, too, is if you can get and this is kind of a nice thing. And, and Nick is better with the numbers on this. If you book more park days, it actually becomes cheaper once you get towards the back end. I, I remember at one it's point 65. So, like, for instance, a 10 day. A 10-day ticket, I think, is $64 per day. Yeah, and it's it becomes a really good deal. Yeah. The more days you book, and then you don't have to worry as much. And then you're like, okay, I'm really only spending this much. Right. So if I'm going to the park from rope drop to 2 o'clock, if we decide yeah. to not go back over and just rest, that's worth it to me. And you don't feel like you know money's falling out of your pockets as you're walking. Right. I mean, you're talking about adding, you know, for to add a day. 
you're talking about adding 60, you know, 65 bucks yeah. a ticket, which I get it. It's not free, but it safeguards you against like, you know, having, feeling like you got to go, got to go, got to go, yeah. rope, rope drop to close. And, and that's, that's just, tough. my advice for families who are going is you need time to recharge. You just do. You, and, and otherwise your kids are going to be cranky and angry and, or yeah. you, and not just kids. Like, yeah, know, everybody's going to be cranky If I don't sleep well, I'm going to be grumpy too. Yeah. Everyone in the family will be. So what do you got for number two? Uh, number two, you mentioned earlier, and I'm going to do a little bit of um, addendum on it. And sure. My number two is rope drop. So rope drop is um, obviously you have to get up mega early if you want to rope drop the park. Get there in enough time where you've planned ahead so that you're not getting on the boat and the boat is a mile long or the... The lines along. I'm talking about Magic Kingdom specifically right now. Or um, if you're trying to get on the monorail, you got to get there in enough time so that you can get right up to the front when they let you back into the park. So the reason why I say this is a must do is if you are, again, if you, I'm trying to think of all the different types of people that are listening and all the type of people that need to go. If you can't have Genie Plus in in your budget and you don't want to spend that extra amount of money for everybody. How can I get right onto that one ride that I really, really want to do? Mm-hmm. And let's not talk about Tron. Like, I don't want to get into that specifically or, or all that. Let's say, for example, your kid wants to do Frozen. That's the number one thing they want to do at Epcot, right? So you get there early and you go straight to Frozen and it'll be a short wait. And that way you've gotten it. And you 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 have the ability to do that ride without paying extra. So a must do on your trip Start off, rope drop, go right to that ride you want to do, and that way it's you don't have to worry about it anymore. It's it a will, shorter wait. It will kick off your day. In a positive way. Yeah. And your kid won't be going, can we go to Frozen now? Can you check the weights on Frozen? Check right. the weight on Frozen. Look at the app. Tell me what it is, Mommy. Yeah. Mommy, can we go on it now? Yeah. And the reality is this. It might be posted at like 80 minutes when you get back there. It's not 80 minutes that early in the morning. No, they're trying to deter you to go somewhere else. But here's what will be 80 minutes. That line, 30 minutes after rope drop. Yeah. And it will stay that way for a while. And the yeah. same thing with Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Don't think that it's going to get shorter. It's not. Nope. It's going to stay long. So just do it. And that rope drop is, it's fun too. Like you get to see, like if you're at Magic Kingdom, you get to see the welcome show. Um, you know, and it depends too. If you're staying on property rope drop, there's the on property rope drop. And then there's the. You know, you're staying off property rope drop. That's yeah. a half hour, the half hour difference, uh, early entry there. Yep. Um, little hack because you brought it up. If you're over at TTC and you're looking to go to Magic Kingdom and you're looking, oh, I got the boat, I got the monorail. Which one do I want to take? Which do I choose? Neither. Take the bus because everybody takes the monorail, everybody takes the boat. Jump on the bus from the TTC. And it's behind it, isn't it? You'll get, you're going to get there quicker. Yeah, yeah, I think if you go, I think that's the same place for uh, pick yeah. up and drop off for yeah. Uber too. I think. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. So, but here's the thing: I would like it depends on where you're staying. Like I've never done it. Only I know this is the case, but I've never done it because when I'm in when I'm rope dropping Magic Kingdom, I'm usually um, over at Polly, and so I literally get out of my DVC uh, building and go to TTC like early. Like I'm just there early. Um, but if you're rope dropping from, you know, pop century, you got to get a bus from oh, there. Yeah. To, like it's, it's not easy. Yeah. And you got to get up at the crack if you're, of dawn, but it's worth it. If you're rope dropping and drop, like you're staying off property, you've just parked at magic kingdom. Like you've waited in line to get into the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Now you're in the parking lot. You've walked or taken the tram to security like it's just to me um you know it i agree with you rope drop is so super important but do your research ahead of time about what is actually the quickest way to rope drop yep so, maybe that's an episode too yep um so my number two is something that i'm shocked we haven't gotten to yet and i'm wondering if it's your number one and that's why we haven't touched upon it yet well you know my, me mine you probably guess what my number one is my number two is Memory Maker, which is the photo stuff. Correct. Okay. You were right. Okay. So yes. we can tag team this. Yes. Okay. All right. So my number two is Memory Maker, which yes. happens to be Rob's number one. Yes. Um, it was clo- it's, and it's that's always my favorite thing. I will be honest. This was my number one. I flip flopped uh, last minute. Um, 
you'll see why. Um, but anyway, uh, the memory maker is super handy to have yep. and you might not want to pay for it every time. Although if you're going for a longer trip, it's, it really does pay for itself as far as the memory photos you get, yep. especially the ride photos. <laughs> because because at Walt Disney World they actually are in focus and there are lots of them. Yeah, we've. If you're a, a regular listener, you uh, you know we've talked about uh, Photo Pass and um, how bad it is in Disneyland, and um, maybe we'll we'll mention that on our uh, our, our guest spot that yeah. we're going to do on the Disneyland yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll I'll stop. Continue. I I plenty plenty to say in a minute. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't want to cut you off. No, you're fine, because um, we're going to tag you anyways. But I, I honestly think that Memory Maker, I don't know that I will ever not do it. Mm-hmm. Me too. And and even, I mean, I don't want them to raise the cost, but, like, it's it's worth what it's worth. It's worth more than what they charge you for it now, yeah. especially for a longer trip. But if you're going for the first time, this is, you know, I look back at my family pictures, right? And there's never two parents in a family picture. And there's... There's a lot of times it's just the kids and it, there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially back in the day where you had film, right? Yeah. They, they were taking one photo and hoping that it came out because they only had so many rolls of film with them. That's funny you and, say that. And like, I, that's, that's just the way it was. I've shown you my Disney pictures yeah. from when I was a kid. Yeah. How many of them have and your mom in it? Yeah. You, it's me, my mom and my sister. Yeah. Where's your dad taking the picture? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. There's very few. There's one. I have one really good one of the four of us at the Japan Pavilion in Epcot, and it's I don't know who who took it, but there's I can tell you yeah. I can count on one hand the number yeah. of pictures we have. With I would all four, of and our I would say seventy five percent of the photo pass cast members you encounter are good at what they do. Really good. There, there's. Oh yeah. I would say that there is one in every four that maybe is struggling a little bit with the whole camera yep. camera stuff, but that's rare. And they, here's the other thing. I get that they'll do them with your phone. Like, if you go up, you give them their phone. I, trust me when I say it's not the same because the magic shots are worth it. Yep. The ride photos, because you're going to want them. And you don't want to have to be that person posting the ride photos. <laughs> that says that photo, photo pass. pass across it. <laughs> um, you don't want to be that person posting that yeah, on don't Instagram. Be that, don't be that guy. I mean, you, gal. look, you can. I'm not insulting you if you don't want to spend the money. What I'm telling you is that for your first time, it is worth it. I have some of the best family pictures that I've ever had taken at Disney. Yeah. Uh, there was a really cool photo this past time. <laughs> the photographer actually stopped and was like, I'm going to wait for that lady because my kids were taking a picture. Uh, I think it was in Mag- was it in Magic Kingdom. Hold on. I got it on my phone right here. Uh, no, it was in Hollywood Studios in front of the Chinese theater. Yeah. And my wife had went off to go fill up the popcorn bucket and came back and was being a, <laughs> was being a jerk in the background. She, <laughs> I didn't know what lady you were talking about in the background. Yeah. That lady happens to be Nick's yeah. wife. Yeah. So she was coming back. She was coming back from the popcorn That's buckets. Great. And she started doing this crazy dance in the background. And the guy goes, oh, we're going to wait for that lady to get out of the way. And I was like, it's like, actually, that lady is their mother. Can you please just take the pictures? And he was like, oh, absolutely. Then. <laughs> now, so they, it's, now it's funny. And yeah, now he's yeah, so oh, okay, started, that's cool. Then. But, I, but like the fact that he stopped because somebody was being, you know, a jerk, he thought in the background. Yeah. But it was just my wife being funny. And yeah. the kids had no idea at first. But then, of course, they had to know because he stopped. But, you know, those kinds of things don't happen when you're handing them your phone. Right. Yeah. Those kinds of things don't happen when you're the one taking the picture. Um we get, and the cool thing is it comes right to your device. Mm-hmm. So your daughter took my daughter when we went on to uh, Tower, Tower of, of Terror. Terror. And like we got off Tower of Terror. I was like, huh, looks like they went and found a photo pass photographer because there's and pictures. And they were really sweet. They yeah. were nice pictures. Yeah. yeah, they were really good. So what uh, do you, there's a reason you put it number one. Yeah. Um, my advice, and, and the reason I put it number one is I'm thinking specifically for the listener who is still going for the first time. And my advice is start a tradition. And that tradition is every time you go, you get a photo in front of the castle, the Chinese theater, uh, Spaceship Earth, and that, and make that your family tradition. When you go, that's what you do. We, we started that the first time I took my kids. Uh, and actually, it was one time my mom went, went with us. So there's a photo of all the – actually, there's both kids and my mom. And I don't think there's one of all five of us, but – doesn't matter either way we um we have that as our tradition and it's came up this week too because we have a frame upstairs that has um four by six photos 
of every trip that we've gone on. And we haven't put in the last two or the last three. I think this Disneyland trip is the third one. We have a great one with um, all eight of us with Nick's family and, and my family in the photo together. It's just, it's such a great picture with all of, we have, we were wearing our snow, snow white, white and the seven, seven dwarf dwarfs. shirts and we're all lined up in rainbow order. Yeah. It's just a beautiful picture. So we, that is, so I ordered the frame this week. I ordered the photos from Shutterfly and they're coming. And as I was putting this list together, I said, you know what? That's, that's my number one to share with everybody because that is something that is super special and is it's always a reminder when I see it in the hallway that this is cool. We have this every single time. So take my advice, do that. And then the only other thing I, I will share that is uh, another tradition for our family that has to do with the photos is we always, not always, because sometimes like when we're at Disneyland, we didn't know where the photo was. We like to do funny stuff when mm-hmm. we're when we're doing the ride photos, whether it's we're playing Uno or Nick and I are playing rock, paper, scissors or we uh, we like to have a lot of fun with the photo pass and those those memories are so cool. Our most recent trip, um, we were getting on Expedition Everest in Animal Kingdom and my wife is is on her phone. She goes, you know what? A year ago, we were here, the same park doing the same thing. And she brought up the picture. And as we were on Expedition Everest, all of us had like our right hands in the air doing like this, this fist pump thing. And we're like, let's do it again. So <laughs> one year later, we did the, we reenacted the exact same picture. So then we have that kind of as a, a fun tradition too. So my number one, not, not just specifically photo pass and memory maker, but start that tradition. It's your first time. Do it. I, yeah, I regret making my flip flop. <laughs> But wait, should, should we go back and like erase yeah. all that? And- no, I, I, I do stand by my number one because one sure. and one and two for me, I think are are very solid and they're important to me. Can I guess? Um, sure. Have a great meal at Disney. No, I didn't really. No, that it's. I have. You're such the the foodie guy. Yeah, it's not my number one. What's it your is, number one then? My number one is to enjoy. The fireworks. Oh, okay. okay. Great. So, but from the park, okay? So you got to be in the park. What I mean by that is like- If you're the Polynesian and you're laying on the beach. It that's cool, but it's not it. Right. So Disney does fireworks better than anyone. I I don't know anyone anywhere who does fireworks like Disney. And it's because it's a multimedia experience. It's not just the explosions of the fireworks. It's the songs- it's the projections it and there's just something to be said about being in that crowd of people and i will tell you people get emotional at those fireworks for a reason yeah there is a reason that people lost their mind when it was announced that happily ever after was coming back um my first trip uh my first and only trip right we were only going once so we're doing it big um you got to tell the story all the time yeah. again if we have a first time listener Tell the story quick. Yeah, I told Rob. It, it's a good, it's yeah. really a good story. Yeah, and I told you can Rob. tell this many times. Yeah, I told Rob. I was like, I'm going. I'm just going the one time. Uh, so we're going to do it big. We're going to go, do it up, and love it. And then that's it. And Rob goes, no, you won't. And I was like, yes, I will, Rob. I've got a lot of other stuff I want to do. 350 DVC points later, <laughs> um, and planning trips you know, out for the next seven years to figure out what my point budget is. Well, and um, our, our friend Brian, who I think is there now, actually. I think, oh, cool. I think our, our friend Brian, our, our listener friend, he was kind of the same way. I, you know, I think I'm just going to go one time. Yeah. And then, like, even in the planning process, Brian was just loving it, you know, booking all kinds of fun stuff. And I said to him, I go, this is not, this is not a one-and-done trip for you. Yeah, I feel like it's like Jonathan Groff, you'll be back. You know <laughs> <Yeah>. what I'm saying? <laughs> It's my son's favorite song from Hamilton. Um, anyway. I like I, Jonathan Groff. So I think um, that it's important that that you see it from the park because it, it from specifically Magic Kingdom fireworks, if you do one of the other ones, great. But the they do fireworks better than anybody else. And here's the thing. On my first trip, we got a Disney, uh, the dessert party viewing. And, you know, being able to see it from... You know, the, the Tomorrowland Terrace, uh, it's not actually at, at the Terrace, it was from the lawn there. Um, I, you know, you get a new respect for 
the work that went, in, went into those shows, but I've seen them in a bunch of different spots. I've seen them standing on Main Street over by uh, the plaza. I've seen them standing in the middle of Main Street. I've seen them from straight in the hub, like I said, when we were at Tomorrowland Terrace there um, for the dessert party. It becomes a tradition, right, that you that you can have. So you talked about tradition, but it's a tradition with our family. You go and you watch the fireworks, and it doesn't matter that you've seen that fireworks show a thousand times even. It doesn't matter that you can go to YouTube and watch it from a better view. Being there and feeling that percussive feeling in your chest when the firework goes off, seeing the projections, hearing the music, it's just, it brings me back to being a child and seeing those fireworks on the 4th of July and being like so in awe. So I think that a fireworks spectacular like they have at Magic Kingdom, especially now that they have Happily Ever After back, um, with the projections all the way down Main Street, you'd be doing yourself a disservice on your first trip if you didn't experience something that Disney does better than anyone. They, You can argue about rides, right? You could argue that Universal does rides better. You could argue about food. You could argue about, um, you know, just the park experience. You can't argue, in my mind, about the fireworks at Magic Kingdom. They are the best theme park fireworks in the world. I can't argue it. So that's how I feel. And that's why it's my number one thing you need to do on your first time on a trip to Disney World. So when my students participate in art shows, Mm -hmm. we uh, we have an all-county art show that we, we participate in every year. And in those art shows... Uh, they give out awards, and in the awards, we do you get a uh, a second place, a first place, but then there's a best in show. Yeah. So I think what has happened on this episode organically, we yeah. didn't plan for this. We have five, four, three, two, one, and I think what has become best in show for both of us is traditions. Yeah. So I think that has kind of become kind of best in show for all of us. Although we both had first place, I think, or, or our overarching theme for this particular episode is going to be that create traditions with your family. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, and I have some, some honorable mentions that we didn't already say that I think are also important to note. So Rob thought my number one was going to be something about enjoying a good meal at Disney. No, I, I know that's and, what you love. You're, and, you're and the, the foodies in your family. So I, I think that you should do that if you're into food. Um, but, you know, if you're not, I get it. So that's why I didn't put it in my top five. Because not everybody is a, a foodie family. Right. Or like, but I would say one of my honorable mentions is a Disney balloon. I love the Disney balloons. I loved them when I was a kid. Like, I get a weird feeling when I see the Disney balloons. But maybe you don't want to carry that around all day. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you don't want to sit down and have a meal. Right. You know? I, I think there's, there, you know, there's a little bit for everybody. So, yes, uh, table service was on my, uh, getting a, enjoying a really nice table service meal was on my honorable mention. But I think one that really important that I almost missed out on, and I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I took the time to do it right my first trip, and you should too. And it's an honorable mention. It is sitting down for some of the classic shows, like the Tiki Room, or like, um, you know, you don't want to skip the Tiki Room and skip um, Country Bear Jamboree and skip Carousel of Progress. And like, if when you start skipping all of those things, you're missing out on classic Disney. Right. Or even uh, Muppets. Yeah. In, you know, any of those other shows yeah. too are, are great. PhilharMagic or going and sitting in on, uh, going to like the, the presidents and going to the Hall of Presidents. Yeah. Um, you, you don't skip all of the classic shows. You got to see some of those classic shows. Yep. So that, that was another honorable mention. I wanted to make sure we got in there. Do you have any others left? No, I just have one closing when yeah. you're ready. Yeah, sure. So my closing thought for this episode is is the title of the episode. And the title of the episode is First Time, right? right. List for first timers. Mm-hmm. The list for this episode is not only timers. So we encourage everyone that this should be your first time. This shouldn't be your only yeah. time going to build the traditions, enjoy Disney for what it is, and make it, you know, part of what you do moving forward. Your kids will appreciate it and there's always new things to discover, and it's uh, why we love it. It's why we keep going back. Yeah, and I would I would jump on and, and piggyback and just say that it's okay if you think it's going to be your only time to still call it first time. Yeah. And, you know, it might take you five, six, seven years to get back, but I promise you if you do it right the first time, 
you're going to want to go back and some of these things that we say, oh, it's tradition. Yeah, we do our traditions every year. Yeah. You might do your traditions once a decade. You might do your traditions once every five years. But you're going to remember something that, that made an impact on you. And I'll bet it falls somewhere on one of our lists. I bet. So I agree with you. I, it's been a lot of fun doing this show. I'm really looking forward to our recording session we're going to have tomorrow with Rope Drop and Park Hop. But it's a big, great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow is just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. <laughs>